You're listening to the Inside the Mix podcast with your host, Mark Matthews. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Mix podcast. I'm Mark Matthews, your host, musician, producer, and mix and mastering engineer. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about your favorite synth music artists, music engineering and production, songwriting, and the music industry. I've been writing, producing, mixing, and mastering music for over 15 years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Welcome to the first Inside the Mix tutorial episode. So this episode is going to be different to the usual ones in that there is going to be no interview. Uh, so it's just going to be me talking about uh, mixing techniques and mixing techniques that I like to use. So this week, we're going to be looking at sidechain compression. So I'm just going to pull up my mix here. So this is a mix for uh, my latest single, actually. So this is called Take Me Back, and it features the singer Indigo, fantastic UK singer. So what I'm going to look at here in particular is the use of sidechain compression and sidechain compression used on a synth pad. So this is a synth, uh, it's called the Ultra Trance Saw Pad. So this is what it sounds like at the moment. This is just with the kick. So as you can hear, we've got a nice sort of uh, lush sounding saw. And um, at the moment, there is no ducking with the kick. So what I want to do is I'm going to use sidechain compression to add a bit of movement. So what I do is I've got the left and the right here. So the left and the right. And what I've done is I've added a compressor. So I've used the kilohertz compressor, just a simple compressor on both channels. So as you can see here in my settings. So now what will happen is when i play the track back you should hear uh what is sort of an audio audible pumping sound So what I've done to create this is I've uh, sidechained the kick to the kilohertz compressor. So what I can do is in the sidechain feature on this particular plugin, and you should be able to do this on any compressor plugin, any stock compressor. So the sidechain I've uh, set as input, uh, input three and four in particular on the kilohertz compressor. And then what I can do is I can go up to the input at the top and I can find the bus that I've used to bus out my kick. In this instance, I've used bus one. I always use bus one for my kicks. So what happens now is the sidechain is going to recognize the symbol coming from my kick. So then what I do is I adjust the threshold and I adjust the threshold so the compressor starts to trigger. So I'll just demo it. So I'm gonna move the threshold up here. And you can see, or hear rather, that there is no compression. So I'm gonna slowly bring the compressor threshold down. And you can begin to hear the pumping. Now it's important also to bear in mind the use of attack and release and the ratio in particular on this. So with my compressor here, I've got the attack set all the way down um, to the fastest possible setting and the release is reasonably fast as well. And the ratio I've got is set to 5 to 1. Now you can play around with the ratio to enhance the, the audible effect. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play around with the attack and release so you can get an idea of what that would sound like if you were to change it. 
So I'm going to bring the threshold down a bit. There we go. You can properly hear that now. And I'm going to move. I'm going to increase the attack. So that's 15, 17. So that's 30 milliseconds. You can start to hear how the effect is slightly later. We'll leave that there now I'm going to increase the release so you can see how it's quite skewing it now but that's with a slow release now so that's said about 250 milliseconds and 100 milliseconds on the attack but as I said I like to have a fast attack so I'm going to bring that all the way back again and bring my release back so that's a release time of about five milliseconds I generally leave the makeup or the gain at sort of zero. I don't actually go and alter that. Um, so that's sidechain compression with trans pads and a kick. So what I'm going to do now is just going to demo how it sounds in and out in the full mix. So another sidechain technique that I like to use is uh, sidechaining the kick to the bass. So in this instance, I, uh, I don't actually use the same compressor as I used before, which is the kilohertz compressor. I actually use the Wave C6 sidechain. Um, so it's a multiband compressor, this one in particular. So what I like to do with this one is I find out the fundamental frequency of my kick. In this instance, it sort of sits around sort of 500, 500 sits around 50 to 60 uh, hertz. So it sounds something like this. Let's take a quick break from this episode so that I can tell you about a free resource that I made for you. It's a PDF checklist that describes what you need to do to properly prepare a mix for mastering. So you've done the hard work and you love your mix, yet suitably preparing a mix for mastering is often overlooked by musicians resulting in delayed sessions, excessive back and forth conversation and frustration on both parts. I want to help fix that. So if you want this free resource, just go to www.synthmusicmastering.com as this checklist will help and guide you to make the mastering process as smooth, transparent and exciting as possible. So again, the URL is www.synthmusicmastering.com for this free preparing a mix for mastering checklist. Let's get back to the episode. So another sidechain compression technique I like to use is uh, I like to sidechain the kick to the actual bass and I like to use that to create space in the sub-frequencies and the low-end frequencies for the kick to poke through without having to use a, a high-pass filter and sort of roll off all of the low end of the bass. So in this instance, I don't use the same one as I used before, which is the kilohertz uh, compressor. What I like to use is the Waves C6 multiband compressor. And that compressor in particular has a unique feature in that I can actually move this particular band around. So I've got what is essentially a band pass filter that I can move up and down um, on, on the Waves C6. And what I use that for is I sort of target the fundamental frequency of the kick. So this is what it sounds like without. So this is just kick and the bass.
Okay, so what I do is I find out the fundamental frequency of the kick and I will then set this bandpass in the wave C6 to that fundamental frequency. So at the moment, it sort of sits around 60 hertz. And then what I'll do is I'll just lower the threshold or the range in this instance, which is in the C6. I have a relatively fast attack again, as I did with the um, with the synth, and a relatively fast release. Actually, in this instance, I use the uh, the ARC release in the Wave C6, which is an automatic release. And I also use the Opto sort of behavior as well, which is a sort of kicks in a lot faster. And what I'll do is I will, as I said, I've targeted that fundamental frequency, so that way. Once again, I've sign-chained using uh, bus one, which is the kick bus. So I've sign-chained that to this particular compressor. Once again, top right, as all compressors are generally. I use Logic, but I'm sure in any other DAW, you'll find that the sidechain feature generally is at the top right. And you can find that kick bus. And what I've done is, as you can see, for those who are watching the video, or rather you can hear in a minute, you should be able to hear just a slight ducking of the bass frequencies around 60 hertz and that just lets the kick poke through that little bit more. So this is what it sounds like with the compressor. So I'm going to drag down the range, rather the threshold, and then I'm going to drag down the range. drag down the gain as well to make a more audible effect and also the range but I like to set the gain so it sort of comes back to unity gain because I don't want it to be too exaggerated I just want it to be sort of like a half a dB a dB just so it pokes through that a little bit more so this is it in the full mix Now, as you can hear with this particular track, I've used a lot of sidechain compression, to be honest, because it is a dance track and I want to have that exaggerated movement because um, I think having those frequencies ducking in and out helps a lot. Another technique that I like to use as well with sidechain compression is I will sidechain the vocal to sort of the synth bus, as it were. Um, and what that allows me to do is because I've got a lot of synths going on in my music. There's a lot of synth. As you can see here, I have many, many tracks of synth and there's a lot of uh, effects of tracks as well. And using sidechain compression, I use the multiband compression as well in the C6 and I will target sort of like those presence frequencies. So generally it depends on if it's a male or a female voice and the timbre of the voice, but I like to use female vocals a lot and it sort of sits around sort of four to six kilohertz. And I'll find that bandpass again using the wave C6 and I will just duck those synth frequencies just so that vocal can poke through a bit more. Um, so I pick and choose really. I use a lot of mixture 
um, of uh, overall just multi-band compression and a normal compressor. If I want it to be really subtle and I want to focus and hone in on specific frequencies, I'll, I'll use a multi-band as I've used on the bass and the vocal. And if I want it to be just specifically on the whole track, as it were, itself, or the whole instrument, like I did with the synth, I use just a normal every, sort of everyday compressor. It's probably the wrong way of putting it. But yeah, hopefully that gives you some ideas of how you can use multiband compression. Um, it's very much, I, I like to experiment with it. Sometimes the exaggerated effects sound great. Um, it's something new, something interesting, particularly in this sort of experimental style of music. There will be more of these episodes as the weeks progress. They are shorter episodes, so there are no interviews, but hopefully you'll be able to take some mix and production ideas away from these episodes so please do join the facebook community uh, you'll find a link in the show notes where you can find more exclusive content to do with the podcast and uh, look out for the next episode whoa before you go make sure to snag your free test master from synth music mastering imagine enhancing your music with my steadfast dedication to quality and that personalized touch and here's the kicker it's absolutely free no cost at all simply head over to synthmusicmastering.com or click the link in the episode description to claim your free test master